The one school that I want the Big 12 to target that nobody else is talking about. Our Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we thank you very much for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Alex Frank with you, your host each and every day, former sports director of UC's student run media organization, Bearcats Media, bringing all of that experience here to the Lockdown Bearcats podcast. And. Don't forget to subscribe to our Lockdown Bearcats YouTube channel, which I last checked. We are up to 300, 302, 302 subscribers and counting. So hit that subscribe button, follow us to get an alert every time we drop a new episode. So the University of Louisville, that's the one school that I want the Big 12 to target more than any other school. No one else has said has said that. I am, though. And you know why I'm saying it? Because I want that keg of nails rivalry back. And I'm sure most of you do too. How many of you, and I wish we could do a show of hands that this was a live room. I wonder how many of you miss the keg of nails rivalry because I do. I mean, those games were fun in football, men's basketball played two classics in the 2013, 14 season when Louisville was in the American athletic conference Louisville should be the next school, the Big 12 targets. I remember years ago when, you know, we talked about what Power 5 conference we wanted Cincinnati to get into. And I said the ACC. And my rationale behind that was you have Louisville. You have a rivalry there. You have Pitt. You have a rivalry there. Those rivalries could be renewed. It made sense geographically. You have Notre Dame in men's basketball. That's a rivalry. You could also play them in football every year. And you have other teams that are within reasonable distances of one another. You've got your North Carolinas and NC States and Dukes and Wake Forest. That's not that far. You've got um, Virginia and Virginia Tech aren't that far. And then you have Louisville and Pitt. I mean, Louisville's just 102 miles down the road. So... When you're talking about what makes sense geographically for the Big 12, because right now, Cincinnati and West Virginia, yeah, they're close to one another. But then what's the next closest opponent? Central Florida? Every other opponent that you have in the Big 12 in conference play is a plane ride away. UCF doesn't have anybody close to them now that they're leaving the American Athletic Conference. Who's their closest opponent? Cincinnati, West Virginia, one of the Texas schools? I mean, they are in the same position Cincinnati's in. The Big 12 is does not make sense geographically right now. And it hasn't made sense geographically since West Virginia joined it. But it can if you add a school like Louisville. It can if you add a Memphis and an SMU. And plus, Louisville would be a great market to add to the Big 12. You think about Louisville, passionate sports base, you know, a school that is passionate about its programs. You know, its football program has struggled, but, you know, you think about 
you know, they've had some good teams in years past. Lamar Jackson, Teddy Bridgewater. You think about men's basketball. They had a down year this past year. You know, Chris Mack ultimately no longer there. Kenny Payne's now their head coach. They have, you know, a history there with Patino. I know there have been some scandals that have rocked that program, but still they have had some incredibly successful seasons. Baseball, you know they're good. And college baseball is probably the third most popular sport. It's football, men's basketball, then baseball. So there is a huge uh, addition in terms of market and television with Louisville. You got the Louisville Bats. You've got, you know, a city that is, you know, 102 miles from Cincinnati. So you probably have, I mean, you have Louisville fans in Cincinnati. So it makes so much sense. And to bring a rivalry back in both football and men's basketball. Remember in in April of 2020, when you were in the middle, we were just at the outset of the pandemic, and we didn't know what was going to happen. And all of a sudden, men's basketball drops this bomb and says, hey, we're playing Louisville. Holy. I mean, that got the UC fan base rocking. Now, ultimately, that matchup didn't happen. I wish it did. But you got that rivalry coming back. Think about how much that would mean to the university and the school. You play an ACC school and men's basketball. Big 12 versus ACC. Oh, sign me up for that. And then imagine if that's a rivalry that happens every year. Once every year. Then you as a Bearcats fan have two rivalries every year to look forward to. You have the Crosstown shootout and you have the keg of nails rivalry with Cincinnati, with Cincinnati and Louisville. I think it makes a lot of sense to be honest with you. It makes sense geographically to add another team in that area. I would go after a Louisville. I wouldn't go after necessarily a Tennessee or an sec school in the area like Kentucky. I they're staying in the sec. Although who knows now with USC and UCLA joining the Big 12. But I just think if there's any school that I want the Big 12 to look at in terms of adding, you know, we think about um, the Pac-12 schools that are being discussed. Utah, Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, Oregon, Washington. Those would be great additions. But that doesn't make sense geographically. Now, then again, if this conference realignment is saying to boot, with geography, and every conference is going to be coast-to-coast unless you're the ACC, SEC, or the Pac-12. So essentially the Big Ten and the Big 12 would be the coast-to-coast. Then yeah, I'm fine with those Pac-12 teams. But man, just think from a Cincinnati perspective, Louisville, and the rivalry that's been there with it. You remember how much fun that rivalry was when it was a part of the Big East. You remember the ultra-physical 2012 Big East Championship with Cincinnati and Louisville in basketball. You remember both those teams going to the Sweet 16 in 2012. You remember all the close games that were played between the two schools. You remember, you know, how much you wanted to beat Rick Pitino and the Cardinals. And Louisville's arena would be a huge asset to the Big 12. Think about this. You would have three of the nicest arenas in the country in the Big 12. Allen Fieldhouse, uh, Fifth Third Arena, and the KFC Yum Center. 
that would be a massive, massive addition with Louisville's arena. I'm all in on Cincinnati and Louisville joining and Louisville joining the Big 12. If the Big 12 targets them, there has not been a peep mentioned about that until now, as I say it on this podcast. All right, up next. So there are a lot of things that I'm excited about with UC joining the Big 12, but I think the biggest thing is, it's just feeling like you belong. You belong in the fun that is college athletics. I'll tell you why next. But first, a word from Bet Online, your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. That's betonline.net. You can find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's Major League Baseball Daily. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting, wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And betonline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. A lot of reasons excite me with Cincinnati joining the Big 12, but I think the biggest thing is feeling like you belong. How many times over the years, even when the Bearcats were good, particularly in men's basketball, And yeah, the Bearcats were fun to watch because they won a lot of games in the regular season. They always drew excitement in March. You wondered what seed they were going to get. You wondered where where they were going to play, who they were going to play. You always were caught up in that. But at the same time, didn't it get kind of boring to watch them play in the American Athletic Conference? A conference that Justin Williams, my colleague at The Athletic, I'm not right for The Athletic, I'm just saying he's a colleague. I'm saying... That he once said on my radio show at Bearcast Media, he once said that the conference was, quote, amorphous. Now, that means the conference doesn't really have an identity. It's just there. And it's got some things to it. It's got schools. It's got, you know, a season. And it has, you know, a tournament. But it doesn't really have a true identity. It's just, you know, a bunch of things just slopped together, which is what the conference essentially is. And you watch other conferences, even my first two years at Cincinnati, when the Bearcats were the number two seed my freshman year and the number seven seed my sophomore year, they had two really good teams, two teams that competed for a conference regular season title, two teams that won conference tournaments. But yet it felt like you're like, it's so much more fun to watch the Big Ten tournament or the Big 12 tournament or the SEC tournament. It felt more fun because everybody was, everybody cared about that. And yes, you think about that. You worry, you care about when when the national media cares about your tournament. When the national media gives your team that you root for a school attention, it means a lot to you. Right? When Cincinnati was on the their march to the college football playoff last year and the whole nation was behind them, that meant something to you. It meant something to you that the fans were getting behind it. It meant something. It will mean more, not like in the SEC, but it will mean more you belong when you join the Big 12. You're now going to feel like, you know, not every game essentially in the national, the grand scheme of things is an afterthought, irrelevant. When you go to the Big 12, every single game is going to matter in football and men's basketball. In football, it's going to matter because you're playing better opponents. You're playing 
on networks that you actually know about, not ESPN Plus or ESPNU or whatever channel, God forbid. No, you're going to be playing on ESPN. You're going to be playing on ABC. You're going to be playing on Fox, maybe FS1. You're going to be playing on a lot better of a stage than what you're playing on in the American Athletic Conference. And you're going to feel like you matter. And that means something. Because how many times did you think, because I certainly felt this way, how many times did you think, my God, does this game even matter? If we're not even going to play, if we're not going to be able to play for a national championship, what does it even matter? Here's the thing, though. The University of Cincinnati played for a national championship this past season in football. By them going to the college football playoff as the first ever group of five team to do so, by them doing that, they were playing, in essence, for a national championship. They were one of four teams playing to win a national championship. That is incredible that you did that as a group of five school. So it felt like you were playing for something all season. But you think about all that had to go right, all that had to go into you being able to do that and experience that and feel that. You think about all of that, right? I certainly do. And how fortunate you were. But now you're going to be able to compete for that in the Big 12. We know, okay, there was a sign last year and a saying, Power 5 is opinion, 13-0 and 0 is fact. And I love that. But you do care about if your school is in a Power 5 conference or not. You do. Because you just get more benefits. That's just the way it goes. The national media and the national landscape of college football cares more about the Big 12 than the AAC. I'm sorry. Because they know the American probably is not going to get a team into the college football playoff. And so you felt like for years, what's the point of playing these games? What's the point of playing these games if we're not going to get anything for it? If we go 13-0, we may not even get in the college football playoff. Well, what's the point of that then? What's the point of playing? When you, when you go to the Power 5 Conference, not only do you feel like you belong, but you also feel like that what you are doing is going to get rewarded, and it's going to get more noticed and more recognized. There you go. That's the way it goes. So every game mattering. Let's talk about this strictly from a basketball perspective, because I've said this, okay? Every single game in the Big 12 is going to be a tournament game in the regular season. Like, you see teams in the Big 12 struggle to win on the road for a reason. It's hard, man. It's difficult, right? I think about when UC goes to Kansas State. That's not going to be easy. The Octagon. I think about when UC goes to Oklahoma State. That's also not going to be easy. I think about when Cincinnati goes to Central Florida. That's not going to be easy. Every single game is going to matter in the Big 12. Every single game is going to be dissected. It's going to be scrutinized. It's going to feel like if you lose that game, you're going to feel like, oh, my God. And you're going to think about it for 24 hours, right? That's how I, I, I might be that way. Because it's, a, it's the best basketball conference in the entire country. You're going to be scoreboard watching every other game. Every game that you play is going to be on ESPN, ESPN2, maybe 
Um, CBS, now the Big 12 also has something with ESPN Plus for college basketball. That's fine. But all I am saying is that every single game is going to matter, and it's going to mean something much more than it does in the American. I mean, a game at Kansas State on a on a Tuesday night is going to mean a heck of a lot more than a game at Temple on a Wednesday night that's on ESPN Plus and no one cares about, or ESPN News and no one cares about. It's hard right now for me and maybe you to fully care, especially when your team is not even in consideration for the NCAA tournament and you play in a mid-major conference in half-empty arenas. You're not going to get that, though, in the Big 12. You're going to get a lot more. In football, every game is going to be dissected. Every game is going to be scrutinized. Every game is going to feel like a championship game. Even against UCF and Houston, you know them. But I'm talking about games like against Oklahoma State. I'm talking about games against Kansas. I'm talking about games against, I mean, Texas Tech. I'm talking about games against any, maybe even Kansas. Every game is going to feel like a championship game in the Big 12. And it's going to mean something as far as competing for a Big 12 championship, as far as competing for a national, you know, a a chance to go back to the college football playoff. That's what it's going to feel like. You're going to feel like you belong. Again, Power 5 might be opinion. It's also real. It's very real. And that's why I think that that's what I'm most excited about. Actually mattering. Because the University of Cincinnati has good athletic programs. And for years I thought, why are they stuck in the American Athletic Conference? The American Athletic Conference was made better by Cincinnati. You'll see when Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF leave, that conference is not going to be great. That conference is going to be an afterthought. It's going to be a joke. Big 12 is not going to be. The American Athletic Conference right now is relevant because Cincinnati is in it. Because UCF and Houston are also in it. More so Cincinnati, though. A recognizable athletic institution and city like Cincinnati is what has made the American Athletic Conference great. Now it's going to make itself look great in the Big 12. Coming up, the games I'm most looking forward to seeing possibly in person, in the Big 12, after a word from LinkedIn. As the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. I think the game that I'm most looking forward to and everybody's looking forward to when you think of the Big 12 is you think of Kansas and men's basketball. 
Because at the end of the day, even though I've said on this podcast that the, that Cincinnati, the university in the city, is transitioning to a football town, a football university, it the University of Cincinnati still historically is a basketball program, is a basketball school. Now every single year you're going to play at least Kansas once or twice, I would think twice. That's the game I'm most looking forward to seeing. Getting the Kansas Jayhawks and Bill Self in the Fifth Third Arena and seeing how much tickets go for. Seeing students camp out the night before big games. Get Cincinnati back on Big Monday. Instead of playing on ESPN News at 7 on a Wednesday night in a half-empty arena, play at 9 o'clock on a Monday night in Fifth Third Arena sold out on ESPN. Sign me up for that. That's what I want to see. Kansas on the road is going to be fun. That could be a fun road trip. Now, it's hard to get to Lawrence directly. I think you have to fly into Kansas City, and even that's hard to get to. So good luck with that. Talk about going to Allen Fieldhouse. You talk about going to one of the loudest environments in all of college basketball. You talk about being the underdogs on the road. You talk about being a, um, you know, you talk about being in one of the oldest arenas in all of college basketball. So much to look forward to in that game. Let's go to Oklahoma State in football. This is a game that I would love to go to. Boone Pickens Stadium. I like the way, it, the unique way it's designed. When you look at, you know, the way Oklahoma State comes out of their locker room, they, they go on this zigzag ramp down onto the field. And then you think about, you know, players, to, uh, fans rather taking hammers, sledgehammers, and banging them on the walls. You think about the fact that the benches are right up near the walls, so it's hard to hear. It's going to be a raucous environment. And you know... Like I said yesterday, the Rally Cats are going to make sure Mike Gundy knows who they are. A head coach of Oklahoma State. That could be a rivalry in the sense of, hey, we think our coach is better than yours. Oklahoma State will say, well, your coach has only been there for five years and he's going to leave. They could say that. Mike Gundy's established in Stillwater. So we have that. Then we have BYU in football. I think the uniqueness of that game is what stands out to me. You're traveling to Provo, Utah, a place you haven't been to very much. It's the fact that it's in the mountains, in the Rocky Mountains. It's a religious experience when you go to BYU. You understand the history of the community and the school and what it means to America. I think that's what I'm looking forward to, the iconic Y logo on the hat, the iconic Y logo on the helmet, and the fact that BYU has a rich football history. They won a national championship in 1984. They, you know, were really good two years ago, and they thought they could be Cincinnati by 30, which was never going to happen, by the way. So there's a lot of his BYU, and you're not going to be a part of that. You under you, you remember the last time you played BYU in football was the famous Tommy Tuberville go to hell and get a job game. That happened. That was in Cincinnati. So you know when BYU comes to play Cincinnati, it's going to be um, when you think of college football and you think of your blue bloods, which the blue bloods typically wear red in college football, red uniforms. When you think of blue bloods, when you think of college football, BYU should be up there. And now you get to play them year in and year out. Basketball too will be interesting, but I think in football, it's going to be more so of an experience, especially when you go to Provo, Utah, like the uniqueness of that city the uniqueness of the community 
and the religious experience you're going to encounter when you go to a school like Brigham Young. That's what I want to see. All right, so let's go to West Virginia. Again, rivalry, it's close in proximity. You're going to be able to make the road trip in football. You're going to be able to make the road trip in basketball. It's Bob Huggins. You're reunited with him. It feels like, you know, UC going to the Big 12 has both, uh, you know, abridging the old and the new. It really feels that way to me because you're going to have some new opponents, but you're also going to have some familiar opponents. That one is West Virginia. So the way I look at it is, you know, you're you're reigniting a rivalry. You are welcoming back your head coach. I think that's a matchup that's going to be twice a year in terms because of the proximity of the two teams. You're going to welcome back a head coach who helped build your program, but now is going to be facing against, facing off against it in the Big 12. West Virginia has had success in the Big 12, not regular season title or you know conference championship, but they've been successful. And I think those are going to be fun games. And then football, you know, there's going to, you know, you're going to have West Virginia fans travel to Cincinnati for the games. You're going to have, you know, when you go to West Virginia, country roads, take me home. You know, Cincinnati loves that song. When I was with the Rally Cats, they loved that song. When we used to, when we traveled through West Virginia to go to New York or uh, Philadelphia, which we made those two road trips. Oh yeah. Country roads, take me home was uh, belted out on the bus. That, Yeah. So that's going to be a fun rivalry to see again. It's Cincinnati versus Morgantown. We almost thought Luke Fickle was going to go to West Virginia. So there's that. A lot of layers to that rivalry that I'm excited to see. And I'll tell you what, this has been a fun week. Um, really fun week with the Big 12, you know, being one year away, conference realignment, 300 subscribers now on Lockdown Bearcast. That's always great. Um, we're rolling. And I just, you know, I'm excited for what's to come with football season. I'm excited for what's to, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of um, excitement coming next week. Um, is it already in next week? Jeez. Starting um, Thursday. So this podcast was not a, you know, was not around last year. During football season. I wish it would have been though. So what we're going to do is starting next Thursday, we're going to do two games a week from last year's football season. And I'm going to sort of relive it. I'm going to tell you what I thought about leading up to the game. I'm going to tell you what, uh, what my thoughts were during the game and what my thoughts were after the game. So two episodes per show or two games, excuse me, per episode. So that starts Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, and we ride that out not only through next week, but the week after. So that's gonna be that's gonna be some fun stuff. This podcast was around. It started two weeks before the college football playoff game, but it wasn't it wasn't what it is now with all of you who have subscribed to YouTube and are downloading from any audio platform. So I'm excited, really am. And once again, thank you for always making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day. Now go make your second listen, Lockdown Big 12. Lockdown Big 12 is hosted by my good friend Josh Neighbors, and, and the local experts of Lockdown will take you across the league in 30 minutes. Lockdown Big 12, make that your second listen. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie underscore 90 with two N's, N-N-A-T-I. 
can follow me on Instagram, alexfrank9 underscore, and email me at alexbfrank at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the Lockdown Bearcats YouTube channel, up to 302 subscribers and counting. Follow us, too, to get an alert every time we drop a new episode. For the Lockdown Bearcats podcast, I'm Alex Frank. Have a great weekend. Please stay safe, and I will be back Monday with a whole new week of Lockdown Bearcats. We'll get back to the linebackers. Uh, for the University of Cincinnati, kind of got off topic with that with so much happening in the Big 12. Um, but we're rolling. And thank you, as always, for making us your first listen every day. I'm Alex Frank for the Lockdown Bearcats podcast. Have a great rest of your day.